Parking Lot Radio. We're sitting here with Adam. Sorry, let me start again. That sounds good. I was like, damn, he's like a radio host. All right. Hey, everyone. This is Parking Lot Radio. I'm your host, Sunny Side Up, and we're sitting here today with Adam Padilla, a.k.a. Adam the Creator, a.k.a. the big boss of Brandfire Creative Agency. <laughs> um, so how did, we, uh, how did we first originally meet? We just met outside. Just at the... Uh, How did we first uh, start in, hanging out? Oh, I saw you crying in a parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, you good, bro? Um, I don't it's know. just history after that. I think, yeah, that was it. I, I think the first time we met, you were visiting the office. Does that sound right? Were you visiting yeah. the Brandfire office yeah. back on 8th Avenue? Yeah, I think you guys were having like a holiday party and uh, someone asked me to DJ. I was like, hell yeah, I'll DJ anywhere. Right. <laughs> and you tore it down, I, I remember. Yeah, so what'd you think of me? Was I uh, what you hoped I was? Yeah, you always vibe. <laughs> your, your music taste is, uh, I love it, because I yeah. know it's eclectic. Yeah. I know you can get um, really soulful with stuff. Mm -hmm. You get some emo stuff, but then you really got, you know, I've heard you play some real hardcore well, yeah. beats, too. Like, <laughs> I go oh, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. So um, you've been kind of like memeing since before memes were even like a thing like you've kind of been like i remember you told me you did like a shitty bike when city bike first came out you kind of like did a right. bunch of stuff that was like going viral before like going viral what was the thing like what was the first thing that like gave you that first like jolt of like you made something and then it like went out there maybe it wasn't on the internet or like what what was the first uh, jolt that gave you like the the i guess confidence to just keep creating different types of art Oh, that's I never really thought about the city bike like a meme, but I guess or city board. When I, oh, I that's what made, it was, right? Shitty board. I made well, I made um something that looked like a city bike dock, right? But it had skateboards in it, right? And I just changed the logo. It said city board, and I made it look very realistic. You know, yeah. I did a Photoshop I job. I remember seeing it like back then. Yeah, and and people just thought it was real, right? And if you think about it, that's like kind of a dangerous thing to just give skateboards out and like you yeah. know, some people don't know how to skate yeah <laughs> so um and city bike sent me like a cease and desist or whatever but that yeah so but yeah first cease and desist that was my first one damn but it was way before memes yeah i didn't even have an account yeah at that point how, um how many uh seasons assists do you think you have at this point probably got like a grip i don't know like yeah <laughs> i don't know I feel like it's like a, i feel like it's like a huge flex for a memer to have like season desist letters <laughs> Like, how many you got? Like, I don't think I ever got yeah, how any. How many you got? How many seasons does this you got? C and D's, they call it. I feel like you've got some good ones, right? Who'd you get? I got Dole. I got um, Monster. Wow. For Monster Energy Ham. Yeah. Um, I got Fisher Price. But Fish, no, Fisher Price, actually, I misspoke. Fisher Price didn't send one. They sent like. They were like a chill out. They were chill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Fisher Price. They didn't send one. Um, they were cool. Um, they said, yeah. they say not to do it again? You know what? No, they kind of they kind of just acknowledged. So we're talking about the happy hour playset, yeah, which was I made a Photoshop of a toy. Everybody knows those Fisher Price playsets, whatever it is. Like, mm -hmm. and I made it look like a bar, so it looked like kids on the box were drinking, and yeah, like had like a little fake beers, but it looked realistic. It wasn't done like to look like a goof. It was done to look real, right? And I captioned up top, like you know, I can't believe they're they're making bars for kids now whatever right and it was inspired you know i have kids i'm a dad so <clears throat> excuse me so i see my kids playing and i came up with that when i saw my daughter who at the time was like four she's playing on the little kitchen playset. yeah and i'm like i told my wife you know, I was like hey you know what what if they made something like this but it was a bar right would that and we laughed about it and that's what gave yeah. the idea but yeah, Fisher Price just acknowledged it and said, "Listen, it went viral." First of all, it went. Yeah, it was on like news outlets, all that stuff. Yeah, it was on the news. It was. It was like local news stations were picking it up. Today Show picked it up. But that was already after like memes were a thing. This isn't like yeah. right. Memes memes were already happening. It mm -hmm. was. It was known. It was seen as a meme. Mm -hmm. I think, but a lot of people thought it was real. Definitely. Um, bef yeah. I mean, before that, I used to just. I mean, I've always drawn. The first thing, honestly, the, that's a great question about what. Is the first thing that went viral or got me some recognition. It was like passing drawings around in class. Mm. So it's not the same thing as like a banger with, you know, 80,000 right. likes, but it's more like if five or six of the kids are laughing mm -hmm. and they pass it, 
and it's like the hot thing where other people are like, let me see that. Right. <laughs> that, you know, that gave me that kind of charge. I would draw yeah. like a little, little doodle or whatever. Yeah. And pass it around. I guess it's not that different than a meme. It's still like a joke. That's what in it, a visual representation. Yeah, that's right. And somebody could quickly get it. Yeah. And quick as just as quickly pass it on. So Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, in school, man. Yeah. Um, so what's up with this corn kid? What, what do you see? What, where do you see the future for this corn kid going? You've been you've been I'm, memeing heavy on it. I mean, I'm, I'm I not stopping. I'm gonna probably. I think they're great. I think you've been killing it. The last two that you did were really fucking good <laughs> Thanks, on the corn bro. kid. You you actually helped me. Well, you know you're my like meme idol. Like when I can't when you started coming out, you DJ. But I was like, oh man, that's sunny side up. I was like, this guy. You know, I followed your account. You were one of the OGs that before I even made memes, I was just posting my sketches, mm -hmm. as you know. And mm -hmm. um, I just, but I still loved memes. So, you know, I love your account and um, I love, you know, Tank and Shithead Steve. Those are like the big ones, Cabbage Cat, mm -hmm. Grey Fang. So yeah. meeting you and then actually becoming your friend and, and being able to hit you up for advice, I just always appreciate it. It's, it's like little stuff. Yeah. It might seem little to you, but, you know, I might get stuck in between. Yeah. When you're, yeah. If you're like looking at something for too long, you always want someone else to be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you definitely helped me yesterday with the corn one. I was like, is this this one right? Yeah, oh that yeah, good. Oh, that was really good. No, but it banged. I, I I love the corn kid. Um, I followed that account already. The the recess therapy because right. like I have kids. I love the wholesomeness. It's a great account. It, it's just cool. It's just sometimes life is so can be so challenging in so many different ways. Yeah, and when you see the innocence, the goodness of like just a kid being happy, like he fucking yeah. loves corn, man. The kid loves corn. He's like. Obviously, the way he pronounces it is cute. Right. But the, the idea that somebody could love something that much, I think that's what everybody yeah. feels from, the, from right. the kid, why he's going viral. Right. It's like the kid took a simple thing. Anybody else would take a bite, throw it down. It's just right. corn. He, yeah. he, he makes a joy out of it. Yeah, and he, he even excited says some, over something so small. So, so, so small. So I, I love that. I hope that he rides this out. I think that song was great. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, th I think it's sick. <laughs> do you like it as a producer? They did a good job, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I heard a few, but I think I know which one you're talking about. The one, the brothers, or, or the guys that did the um, original, um, climbing in your window. Oh, really? It's Wasn't those that, guys? Isn't that those guys? I doubt it. I don't know. Oh, I thought I thought they were associated with. I'm. I, I always worry about like when I, when someone go like especially a little kid like it's like the same thing as like the child star like you know you always worry like something you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad could happen, or who knows? But I think it's, I think it's pretty uh, harmless in this case. It's not like it's like a ongoing thing. Like, I mean, you know, they're going to make maybe, it a thing. If that, you know, make it a thing. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get a sponsorship. It's one of those things, the viral moment. And I think like the kid just looks so pure. I, I feel like he's young enough that it's almost going to be like a dream state to him. Right. I think yeah. it would be different. Different if he's twelve. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Once you start to like. Realize what popularity right. is, or like like conscious, of, conscious, conscious of like oh how people see me. Right, he's that young. He's dancing like corn dance. He doesn't right. give a shit what people. You know, he doesn't care. He's viral. Yeah, you tell him you're viral. What does that mean to him? Yeah. So I think that saves him. I hope. I think that makes him like you know what this is a thing I used to do when I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. And maybe he'll be like, I don't know, maybe famous for something else one day. Yeah, I so, hope. So uh, you, you're like one of the uh, OGs of like. Just using Photoshop, not even just like to make memes, but like in general. Like, how long have you been using? You're really good at Photoshop. Everyone knows that. It's not like a, it's not like a debate or anything. Uh, but I've seen you do it, and I've, when I first saw you do it, the first time I saw you doing Photoshop, I was like, oh, whatever, he's photoshopping. I didn't really know that many people who knew how to do Photoshop. But as I started seeing other people do it, when I think back, like, and then come back and watch you do it, it's just like something so so different like i think you use it like a, i guess everyone uses it in their own way yeah but you use it in such a unique way that uh it how long have you been using that for um thank you first of all but it's it's been like i mean i'm 45 now mm -hmm. and i i use i started photoshop probably as a late teen like 19 or some shit like what so, kind of computer were you using even a pc at first i'm on a mac now but i had like a pc with a picture tube and everything you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> some old-fashioned shit but I did have a Wacom tablet. Really? It was one of the first ones. And like now they're all sleek. But that one was yeah. like Battleship Beige, like the same as all those wow. like computer things. Yeah. 
Like it just was, everything was beige back in the day. Like all tech was beige. Yeah. Big ass thick keyboards and shit. And just mm-hmm. like. Yeah. And I had this, um, this Wacom and I learned Photoshop. I learned how to basically paint with it because mm-hmm. I, I draw. Yeah. So I never had a mouse. I like day one of setting up my first computer. I had a friend in college set it up for me. Mm-hmm. Day one. I didn't have a mouse. I had to, the Wacom because I bought it. Right. To, just or I had that. it built just to draw. Yeah. I wasn't interested. I had nobody to email. I had nobody to like, you know. Yeah. So I would just take, om- almost open up Photoshop and use it like Microsoft Paint. Right. Pick colors, draw pictures. Right. And do you think anyone used it like that back then or you were just freestyling? You are just messing around? It was so new. Maybe there was no community or anything. There was no way right. to even connect with people. Right. It was like, <laughs> but it was like, I was the only person in, I knew for sure right. that had a tablet. Right. Like back then, if you wanted to, Make a meme on it and then spread it. You'd have to, <laughs> you have to go Print to FedEx, <laughs> yeah, like, Kinkos, right, and like personally hand it out. <laughs> but I did, yeah. I, I just started from then, but I, I developed my own style of using it, and it would have to change because I think that was like Photoshop, right, two or something. It was like the first or second Photoshop mm-hmm. when I first got it, and I had to l- keep learning because as they improve the tools, they kind of you have to change. Like, yeah, you change. You have to change with it. Make sure you're learning all the new updated. Uh, like uh, commands and all that yeah yeah exactly so how how have you seen like you've seen like photoshop go from like you know a little like thing to where it is now like how much has the tech changed since then as someone who's been using it for 20 years or more even right yeah 20 yeah over 20 years probably 25 years or so do do you when you think about it from the beginning do you think it's like wow it's like such a huge difference like i know when i think about when i first started using like my music program ableton like Mm -hmm. um it was so, like the technology has even like 10 years I've been using it. It changed so much. Like there's so many more like, you know, shortcuts and so many like easier, like it's so much easier now than it was 10 years ago. Even. Yeah. Yeah. They, they built, I mean, I feel like honestly, Photoshop hasn't evolved as much as it, I would have thought it would by now. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, there were a couple of moments where it was like a watershed moment. Like, Oh shit. Like I remember when smart objects were in- introduced, it was about 2000 or so. Or even not, maybe in the ni- late 90s or 2000, you could fact check it, but they introduced this concept of smart objects, which is basically a nested Photoshop layered document within the document or or a nested illustrator object in the document. Mm-hmm. So what that means is if I have a photo of you and I create a smart object out of an element on the photo, like the logo on your shirt, and I could double click that object, open it up somewhere else, change it somewhere else, save it, and it updates on you. Mm-hmm. So you could do that. You could replicate things and you change one, it changes many. That like that was one of the evolutionary leaps. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I would I thought that image selection would be a lot easier and better right now. Like I still struggle with oh, like really? there are like multi-step processes. They they have right now a wand that's supposed to object select, but it's wonky compared to honestly, compared to some of the apps. Yeah, I have this phone app. GoDaddy Studio app, like yeah. and I've seen Google results. Yeah. I would think Photoshop would be the best at that yeah like you would click a button and it would isolate the background yeah. perfectly and yeah. it doesn't yet so i'm still kind of i think they're a little bit behind to be honest yeah. with you but it is still the only game in town i know that a lot well for me but a lot of other people are using um what's the one um that you design websites on too it's a sketch oh yeah it's like an ipad app right yeah i hear good things about well, but it's also desktop oh really yeah i hear yeah. good things about sketch it's like yeah, that kind of project. I but. feel like it's it's. I feel like Sketch is a little more similar to to like GoDaddy Studio or like it used to be called Over, but now it's called GoDaddy Studio. I feel like it's more like a app. Oh, I guess because they want to be able to use it on, you know, all right, all devices. Yeah, right, right. But as like I guess it has like a network built in where you can uh, share documents easily or whatever, right? It has, from what I understand, like and what I've used a little bit. It is that it's all about instances. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's like yeah, where you could make one change like almost like css and it ripples the change down so mm-hmm. if i change a font on one thing it changes it on every instance that that has that that's used yeah so it's, so. it's kind of cool i want to get into it but you know i get caught in it's what i i mean i know photoshop so well i just use it in my in my way i shouldn't say i know it well some people might know more tools than me mm-hmm. but i just have a way to use it that is kind of unique to to that app so yeah. it's hard to just to translate that over to someplace else but yeah i'm always willing to learn yeah i mean i feel like they're so like adobe so like prominent i don't think they'll ever like i don't think there's ever going to be like another company that can you know really compete at this point yeah they're so they're, like late in the game well who knows some you know 
a healthy competition is a good thing. Yeah. Somebody came out with something, sponsored me, let's say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and I would definitely give it a go. Yeah. So um, are we allowed to talk about the documentary at all that you've been working on? Um, I could text Nate and find out quick. Okay. Should I just ask him real quick? Yeah, why not? Um, well, we we could talk about uh, we could talk about other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't really do the editing. Um, we don't we don't edit this, so <laughs> this is gonna be in the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So you and uh, you and Tank started a great podcast. Um, when when did you first start that? How long has that been going now? Man, I think we have like thirty episodes. I want to say, damn, something like that. Um, we have like two in the can that we did, um, and I, I really think it's called Meme Daddies, mm-hmm. and the idea is that we're both memers, and Tank Sinatra, shout out to Tank, you know, he's, again, he was that OG kind of Mount Rushmore figure like with yeah. you, yeah. and I said, you know, to to do something with him, it's like, obviously we're memers, but yeah. we're also dads, literally, yeah, and we're daddies, like kind of zaddy style, because we're, you know, yeah. Good, you know, good looking older fellas. good looking fellas you know <laughs> so that's uh that, that's our little stick and it's fun we, we put memes up we talk about them and actually it started and i know this is this i'm so happy to be here because mm-hmm. when a podcast starts you you find your way mm-hmm. you know you get the flow mm-hmm. and it took us a, it took us a little yeah. longer to find what that flow was yeah to find the format mm-hmm. and um, i think just in the past four or five we we're really starting to ride like we're feeling yeah. it and it's like we already knew that through making meme accounts. Right. You, you don't, don't, you don't know. know. The, yeah. You know. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what people are going to react to. So you got to kind of like, you know, keep doing it on the fly. Keep going. And yeah. then you find out, oh, that worked. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you designed like a bunch of uh, iconic like packaging for snacks and all kinds of uh, all kinds of like uh, like iconic logos. So what, what are some of the... Uh, what are some of the biggest logos or like uh or stuff that you worked on at that capacity that people might not know about? So my most well known logo is probably Tom Brady's T B twelve logo. Yeah. And he still uses that, right? Yeah, he still uses it. Um That's sick. Yeah, that that was a cool one. Uh, I did uh, David Goggins, who's the the um sick amazing inspirational uh, <laughs> that sounds awesome yeah. he's, he's a he's a amazing guy he's a uh, ultra marathon runner and and uh, navy seal and he's he's been on joe rogan and stuff so i made a, a dg logo for him and i was honored to do it because i think i'm a big fan mm-hmm. um i did a, a project a product called sheets energy strips back in the day oh uh, yeah i remember that <laughs> and i drew this character that's like it looks like he's kind of dropping a hit of acid. He's like put, a tongue? Yeah, he's yeah. a tongue. Which is, he's just a face with a, to- a mouth and a tongue he's putting with his finger, uh, this hip, this hit on his uh, tongue. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people get that tattooed, which is cool. That's hilarious. Um, and I did, you know, Pretzel Crisp's uh, original packaging. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. Which is the flat flat pretzels. And oh, yeah. Shout out to the Wilson family and who, who uh, are good <laughs> people and Aldo Zipacini. Do a lot of people have tattoos of stuff that you made? Like, how about memes? Has anyone ever sent you like a tattoo of a meme or something? I feel, like that, I feel like you're the only guy that would happen to. <laughs> I designed a couple of tattoos for friends and for like. Oh know, wow, that's sick. Um, for a couple of athletes that were like, uh, you know, whether on the nets or whatever, but like small, you know, little sketches or whatever. Um, but I, I've I've seen some stuff. I, I mean, the sheets thing I've seen several times. Yeah. And I don't even think people know what it is. It's right. just a it's funny. Like, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the bus ads. It was like uh, I think it was like was it LeBron James? It was LeBron James, but there also were bus ads that, that said, said like, "Take a sheet, take a sheet." Yeah, and that was the one. That's what I remember. That went a bit, <laughs> that also kind of went viral. Yeah, and that was before memes. Yeah, so that was you know, it was like a trending hashtag on Twitter. That was the closest thing to virality. Oh, wow. I didn't even know Twitter was around back. It then. was, but yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, tr- a trending hashtag was like. That was it. That's what viral was. So yeah. take a sheet was trending, which was kind of cool. That's crazy. Um, but the the product uh, was a little too bitter. I don't think it really dissolved as as well as it could. But it, it yeah. had potential. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked that. I got used to it. It had the right marketing. <laughs> and, you know, it's all about the product too. Like yeah. you could market whatever at the end of the day, but people have to like it. Yeah. But some people thought it was a little bitter. Um, yeah. But, you know that's showbiz. Yeah. So um, you're you're kind of a guy that's pretty active in the uh, damn. Whoa. 
Uh, you're pretty active in like, you know, making memes and stuff. And you're always you're always trying to stay on top of the trends and stuff. Uh, where, where do you usually look like, let's say, you know, you're finished work. It's time for you to make the meme for that day. Where do you like uh, draw inspiration from when you're trying to think of like, like what's popular now? Like, how do you uh, how do you decide what you're going to do? What, what, what kind of meme you're going to make, what you're going to work on? Like, because there's so much to draw from out there. It's um. A lot of times it's really friends and it's, you know, listening just because, you know, somebody might mention something and if you're not thinking about it, if you're not really focused on it, you miss it. Yeah. So I, I listen, I, I listen to friends, talk what they talk about and I ask them questions about it. So the corn kid, somebody mentioned, um, I forget when, a couple of days ago or last week. Yeah. I said, wait, what is that? Who? And I, and I had a. I looked it up and I had you know you had to I, see all the videos. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw the videos. It was like <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, but um, I uh, I you know I browse Instagram like anybody. I browse TikTok now. Um, a lot of genius stuff on TikTok, particularly mm. with I like the duets. I feel like duets are like video memes. Yeah, because it's the it's the thing, and then it's a commentary. But it, instead of a Twitter caption, it's somebody talking. Yeah, so it almost you do those a lot. I I don't yet. Oh. I, I'm I'm getting like. Yeah. I'm trying to find my way in there, and yeah. I want to because I just think it's just fun. I feel like I want to be inspired and moved to do something. Do you like commentary? That, yeah, that just something that makes me laugh. Yeah, um, without forcing it, and then I want to I want to get a habit going. But uh, yeah, I check that out and the news sometimes, but sometimes the news bums me out. Yeah, I think it would be cool if you started making uh, content that had nothing to do with uh, like Photoshop or anything, just just pure off the off the dome i would love it man i think it's i i cruise on those apps i think everybody just there's so much mm -hmm. that you probably don't have to be embarrassed like sometimes embarrass me embarrassment excuse me stops me mm -hmm. i'm like i don't know if i want to film it but there's so much out right oh like it's not like somebody's gonna go oh look at that, that like, one look, look at this stupid idiot you know right they're gonna just scroll past it if right. they don't like it it's right. like you know um they're not gonna I, beat you up they're not going to beat me up. They're not going to like, you know, slander me or like, you know, cyber bully. It's just like, yeah. okay, maybe drop a nasty comment, but I could, I could deal with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you ever get uh, people recognizing you out in the streets or? Um, I have, I, I have like a couple of times because mm -hmm. a lot of my followers are New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. And when I posted myself in my story a lot more, like over the past couple of years, I had a couple, a couple of people come up to me, Hey, Adam, the creator, which is awesome yeah i loved it took a photo with them uh, i thank them profusely i guess i'm just so embarrassed that they like right. they like my you stuff like, i'm like thank you so much like, <laughs> you don't know how to act i don't know what to do like, yeah um i should just be like ah leave me alone yeah please like seinfeld go that, away that's what he does no go away you didn't you know oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no sorry that was kesher no yeah I'm I'm sure he didn't know that it. I mean, I don't know if it makes that's a okay. difference either way. He's, that's okay. No, it's like now, people always think I'm Seinfeld. I've got called Seinfeld a few times. Yeah, so why not lean into it? Yeah, what's the deal? Yeah. Um, what what do you think's like a really popping uh, meme account that maybe some people might not know about? Not not like a yeah yeah not yeah. like a big guy, but like like a like a smaller guy or girl or. I don't know how big or small he, he is now, and I think or they are now. I'm pretty sure it's a he. Uh, I like uh, Eggs Tyrone, Eggs Tyrone, mm. um, and I know you do a lot of the that kind of remix mm -hmm. uh, stuff. So I used to more. I stopped doing it because I'm like scared of uh, like IP, like yeah, copyright, yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff. But I, I like how he juxtaposed. He takes like just interesting shots of people dancing, yeah, and puts on a track that is the yeah. opposite vibe of whatever they're. Some, you know it's funny sometimes i i like when like when i post those people are like oh you're copying eggs tyrone like, <laughs> oh he's getting known for it now people are tagging him in my videos like oh he copied you but like dude i just that's cool but <laughs> I people don't, are new to things care. and yeah. they don't know they're like no yeah. i don't care at all but uh i well, think i saw the page i think it had some cool stuff on it the shack one that, that yeah. you did yeah with blink yeah where shack's the dj shot when he's in the mm -hmm. kitchen with his with his son or whatever yeah and, and the drop comes, and yeah. that's about the national go away. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that one like uh, I think that was like right when COVID started. I I, uh, I first posted, it, and then I posted it again like a, like a few months ago. When, I, like a, I love that you have all these like musicians following you. Oh stuff. yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Like yeah, that they have good senses of humor. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm still waiting on the uh, Tom DeLonge follow. 
I thought so, you had Tom DeLong. No, I had I had uh, I have Mark Hoppus and I had Travis Barker at one point, but he got too cool. Got like all Kardashian. Started unfollowing oh, everyone. Right, right. <laughs> but that's cool. But I, I like no one personally, so I don't really like take it personal, you know. I remember one day but, with Olivia Rodrigo when I checked because she followed me for oh, a damn. while. Wow. And she's like the hottest thing going, yeah. right? Like the coolest like yeah. star. And then I'm like, oh man, she dropped me. But then I checked and she's following zero. So yeah, so I didn't take it personal. That happened like, to me with Billie Eilish. Okay, so then wow, you have Billie Eilish. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? She unfollowed me, and I was like, all right, it's cool. She, yo, my my one time, The Rock followed me for a brief stint. It was like right. a month, and then unfollowed me. And that whole month was like the least fun month of my life yeah you were just uh, scared i was just scared <laughs> everything i'm like oh, what if the rock, the, what if the rock <laughs> what if doesn't young, like this like honestly i but forgot that he did <laughs> i forgot who that happened to me with one time i posted uh one time i posted like an ad and some some music guy from some record label that i liked was like talking shit he was like fuck you like what the fuck is this sellout bullshit what and then someone else came like you know uh duff goldman he's like the cake guy yeah yeah he came in he was like defending me get out of here yeah he's like yo fuck that get your bread bro i was like yeah <laughs> oh, all right yeah that was pretty that cool. fucks with duff now that's cool yeah, yeah and he said get your bread no he didn't say it like that oh, he was like right. man fuck this guy don't listen to this guy <laughs> yeah he should have said get your bread yeah that, that's what he meant as a baby yeah <laughs> he meant he meant that <laughs> see it comes naturally you yeah, but so uh, so who are some of the uh, the biggest people who follow you? Like you got to drop some names right now. Who do we got? Is that like okay to drop? I, I mean, guess so, right? Because I'm asking you. Yeah, true. It's not okay to just come up in a conversation and be like, "Yo, The Rock follows me, bro." I guess, I, yeah. And takes, he doesn't. Uh, not anymore. He doesn't. It just it was just short time when I did something with him and uh, Kevin Hart. One of those. Like the, would you video. rather like? Is it better to be followed and then unfollowed, or never followed at all? That's a, that's the classic that's question. One. I always think about. I that. can't answer that. Let me get back to you. <laughs> that's going to be like my meditation later. For me, it's. I think it's better that they know I exist. For like, at least they know. You know? True. Okay. They, they they tried it. They didn't like it. It's okay. Okay, I like. I'd probably go with that. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather be followed and then unfollowed. <laughs> that oh, never followed. That never followed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I look at like I wish Tom DeLong followed me, and I look at like the people he follows, and it's like all oh, like the worst meme accounts. So I'm just like, come on. So man. good. So then you don't you don't belong in that, <laughs> in that trash group. I I get I get psyched about like, follows yeah. and reposts. Like who's who's some big guys? Let's hear it. or girls. I don't even. It's not even like big. I like shit. Like I was just sending you, um, Anthony Spice Adams. Right. Like that's cool, Funny that, dude. Like to yeah. me, that's cool that, right. that he that's follows cool. me. Like yeah. we follow each other. Like he, that's the guy who's he's people know as the OG. Like he's Cream Biggums. He's the character that that in the music video he's wearing a, a yellow blazer and he's behind a tree and he's rubbing his oh, hands. Oh, from a music video. That's it's a video he did. Oh, that's like a R and B spoof. Got it. Um, so he's he's a he's a oh so he's like a he, to me he's like a comedian's comedian like you know him if you're in the like he's been on shows he's he's oh really he's, he's known yeah, yeah he's known he's always he's always right the NBA just sponsored him he was doing a whole thing with um, Shaq and that's sick yeah is it is it all from that one I, I th he's just active that that right. no it, that's the cool thing about it is that that's not even his that's, that's not just, even his thing that's, that's not even his thing, thing. Right. that's just one it's a still shot he's just a prolific creator he's he does not, a lot of videos. he's not writing on that. Nah, not at all. That's funny. It's just a sidebar. But you know, so like I like that when when there are when there's like respect among creators and mm -hmm. comedians, like that's the best. Like I love like Natasha Leone. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so you know, she follows and, and she might drop a like or whatever comment. That's like to me, that's cool. Yeah. Have you ever like made any uh any like artwork for music artists that you like? I did a music video for Spoon. Oh, um, wow. Where they they um they had me do like a speed Photoshop. Where oh, I, took, I remember like, that. Yeah, I took like a spoon or something. Or I took a I took the singer's face and melted it off, like like as if his skin was being ripped off, like a time lapse, time like lapse a, in a Photoshop. Photoshop. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of cool. And uh, yeah, not not a lot of music. I would I would love to. Yeah. I, I know now there's a lot of motion graphics in the static album art now. I've noticed. Oh, yeah. And like Spotify. Uh... And Apple Music everywhere. Oh, I didn't. I don't look at Apple Music. So yeah, I don't know. any album cover art you would see, like any, or whatever. I don't even think it's called iTunes anymore. I guess mm -hmm. Apple Music, whatever it's called. But a lot of times now they don't just do a static cover. I'm waiting to yeah, see when have. that's going to happen in Netflix, Apple, Apple TV, 
What do you mean? And Disney Plus. Well, the covers. Why are the covers all static? You're saying like the the thumbnail for yeah. the TV show? Yeah. Well, I think when, movies. Like, when you hover over it, it uh, it has parallax. Starts to play. It has parallax, but it doesn't have like a like a little animation. Really. I'm saying on like you know when you're looking at films, if you're going through like yeah movie titles i personally i don't like when i'm like when i'm on netflix and i'm trying trying to scroll through what i want oh and it just starts playing in the background yeah, yeah i yeah. hate that shit because then you know you got to keep changing it every yeah 1.5 seconds yeah and going back to it yeah it's annoying but i mean the actual thumbnail itself right come into life yeah but then there would be a bunch of things moving at once only when you hover it okay oh you're saying instead of playing the instead sound, of playing the thing oh yeah they should just play a gif well like on the on on that thing it's like a gif on like Spotify, I know. Like when I upload one, it's like a it's like a six second, either like a video or a GIF. Yeah, yeah. That goes in there. And but, everything's gonna be like that's like some Harry Potter shit. Like where every still photograph or still image is gonna ultimately become an animation. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean that's that's where everything's going, you know, TikTok, reels, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People want people want uh no one wants the static images anymore. How about the metaverse? You in the metaverse? Um I'm not in the metaverse yet. I'm not either. But they're trying to, the powers that be are trying to get me in there. Me too. Exactly. <laughs> I'm interested in it too. Yeah. They're um, trying to, they're trying to get me to, people at Instagram are, are trying to get us to, uh, to get, I can't, yeah. Yeah. To get like involved in it somehow, yeah, greater yeah. level. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so freaking curious. Yeah. They want us, they like, I mean, I want to check it out too. I really don't know what it's about. <laughs> I don't know. Um. I guess they want us to like, you know, make content in there or something, but I don't know what, what that looks like. Are you doing that thing with that quest and they're sending it and doing the thing? Oh, yeah. But it's like, you know. Hey, I, I'm just interested in it. NDA. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it? I don't know. You didn't sign one? I don't remember. Oh, maybe I did. Yeah. So, uh oh. So uh -oh. I have to drop that. Uh oh. No, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think you did some work for like, um, What's his name? You did some work for Zuckerberg, right? Like you made you designed like a surfboard. I made a surfboard for him, for him that that he wound up uh, printing and making. It, it yeah. just basically took that meme shot of him mm -hmm. where he's on the bodyboard thing, or he's standing up on the wakeboard. Yeah, and he has a, his face is completely covered with zinc. Yeah. It's like it's all, totally white, <laughs> and people killed him over it. But he actually I has love a, that he owned it. He has great sense of humor about it. I mean, he was on a live Instagram live, and he had Tank on. And I was commenting. Right. And Moseri was on. And he was just like basically making fun of himself. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh, actually, he's one of the big guys that follow you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Zuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The creator of the app follows you. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's like some Illuminati type shit. That's cool. <laughs> See, and he's DM'd me. I've DM'd yeah. with him. So DMing him is, a, is a trip. <laughs> it's like a nice trip. trip. It's like, <laughs> wait. Imagine he box you. <laughs> Dude, he has, he could literally, he Boxing actually at one life. point said, he's like, don't worry, your account's safe because. Because I make fun of him a little bit. Right. You know? Like as a joke. Like as a joke. Like you're not going to get zucked. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has his finger over the button. But there's like, there's probably like a white list. Like just you and like Tank are yeah, on it. Like, they're, they're all right. Yeah. yeah leave yeah. them. Leave them. Yeah. Don't block them. Don't, don't uh, shadow ban them. Yeah. So, no, he, yeah, he was, um, I, I like that he I has. I would be scared if Zuck followed me. I'm scared to post. <laughs> But he likes funny shit. Yeah. I, I I I made like the dumbest thing the other day and you never know what he's gonna like. He doesn't like everything. Yeah. But like I made um a tampon box with Shaq on it and it just says like Shaq size tampons and right. he's holding a big tampon. <laughs> and it's like, it's delayed. <laughs> delayed. Like so that. stupid. Yeah. And he liked it. And yeah. I was like, wow, okay. Zuck's funny, man. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's like, you know chilling on there liking posts i like that i like that too like he's he's actually like you know using he's getting high in his own supply you know i like that it's it's it shows that he's he's a real one as much as people say he's he's a robot right i mean he's got some software updates you know <laughs> <laughs> he's starting to look legit <laughs> <laughs> you think anyone's gonna ever see him like outside of in real life you think he exists no <laughs> he doesn't exist yeah but but you know I like the idea of him. Mm -hmm. So uh, you you've been on like uh, like TV and like CNN a bunch of times. Why why were you on CNN? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you like the the most famous like meme guy to go on all these? Well, I, guess I don't think so. Tank is definitely the most famous meme guy. He's been on like yeah. Like I forget if it's Dateline? Dateline or Nightline, whichever one is not about the 
like murderers and right. rapists, <laughs> the other one. Right. But he's been on, on a bunch of like news programs and stuff. I I showed up for like weird stuff. Like so so Brandfire is my agency mm-hmm. and I've had it for man, ten years now. Yeah. And we operate out of Manhattan. It's a boutique agency. We have some great clients that we love and and um I do all kinds of branding, marketing, digital presence, content for them. Mm-hmm. And when I started doing that, um, I would be, I would have like PR opportunities. So right. I'd be able to go on to, you know, Channel 11, WPIX in New York and right. chime in on a topic that was going on. Right. Something to do with advertising? Or, or let's say, remember when the, um, I actually, I got to say, I was one of the first to say this, that um, some brands should change. Like Aunt Jemima should not exist anymore. Now it's right. Pearl Milling Company. Right. But I said this like, eight years ago or something like that like on on wpix yeah yeah yeah. i'm like you know it's aunt jemima it's just not right i said even honestly coca-cola should not be called coca-cola that's the craziest name coke coca right it's like literally cocaine like what crazy it's crazy that that's the most family-friendly brand on earth they literally invented santa claus (laughs) santa claus has the word coke on it and it means the same thing as it means when you talk about doing coke. It's like literally the same meaning. So I, yeah, that's one of those things. And Aunt Jemima, I go, are you serious? Like this is a, it's a racist trope. It's a free, it's from uh, slave time. How can yeah. you call? How can you put a character like that on a? It was it was something about brands and how brands should update. Right. Um. So I would go on like you know just guest spots like that, but I was on CNN, um, talking about this uh, infamous Mike Bloomberg. Uh, situation which mm-hmm. i still stand behind i i, I, I don't want to get political mm-hmm. i really don't mm-hmm. i'm not a trump fan i still i have friends who who are that i love those people so i'm not saying anything about that it's mm-hmm. just you know vanilla chocolate i don't you know whatever or strawberry pistachio whatever the hell right. it is but i happen to not be and i like bloomberg yeah everybody has oh but he did this and he's stopping for yeah oh, yeah okay like Right. You know, yes, I still think he, he was a good businessman. He, he seemed like a like a like the anti-Trump to me, like another billionaire, but kind of like almost like a, a better guy. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but, I feel like he at least like I don't know. I also don't want to get that political. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like Biden isn't really like he's in hitting really. Nah. Uh, like you don't really hear from him. You don't really. He's not really so active. He was sort of yeah, like um, like I don't even know what his voice sounds. I mean, I do, but like I remember, I, I would hear, on, man, I would hear Trump's voice when he was president, like without wanting to, at least three times a week. I would oh, he'd love to th- hear him to yelling, get out, yeah, and talk somewhere. And yeah. now, like you just never, it's such a huge, such a like night and day. It's you know, I prefer that honestly. Like maybe that's how it should be. It yeah, I don't be need my president all the time. Twitter, just like talking shit all day. Yeah, that's not really. Again, yeah. that's not. Some people really fans, and that's the thing. Right, but that's what made him iconic. You know, that's how he got. That's how he became president. That was in his the first style. Place. Yeah, that so was his style. It worked for him. You know, as long as listen, as long as love wins, guys. <laughs> as long as at the end of the day, like you know, it's a little tolerance, a little fucking respect on both sides. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's my only political stance. Yeah, you know, and both sides could do better. So stuff. so, what were you doing on the on? So that was CNN. I actually went with you to the studio that time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We went together. Yeah, <laughs> it was raining. No. Yeah, we went to uh, Hudson Yards. I remember. I yeah. think they originally asked me to be on CNN, and I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm scared. I don't want to. Yeah, you take it. Do I was it. Like, let Adam do it. But I'm gonna uh, go with him. And, like, I was scared <laughs> shitless. I'm always scared. I go in like. Yeah. I should have like always scared as a tattoo, <laughs> like. Like post has uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Is that what he has? He always is tired. Always tired. Always tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> always scared. You gotta be extra burnt. I'm always nervous, bro. I, like I just go. I, yeah, I went there, and that was more of a bite the bullet thing. When somebody's like, "Hey, show up on CNN, talk about Something. the Bloomberg thing." That like right. you know, that's like sort of a controversial thing. So what was it exactly that you spoke? It about? was that it was that you know the Bloomberg campaign had hired right. some memers, and I was one of them mm-hmm. to post about Bloomberg. Yeah. You know, considering, hey, you know, social media is hot, and, you know, let's put it out there. And the post that I put up actually did bang. Like, it was, it yeah. did well. It was like the Danny DeVito one with The Rock. Mm-hmm. They, all those, the whole campaign got a lot of uh, It did get engagement, but, yeah. it, but it also got negative. Oh, what, what are they doing? Everybody has an opinion. Yeah. But um, I just went on to to talk about it and to give them, like, some insight in it. And man, I didn't give them any real straight answers, right. honestly. <laughs> like, how much did you make? I'm like, oh, you know. Right. 
I, ten million dollars. I, I forget I what just, I said. I just think the idea that like a guy who makes memes is on TV talking about a presidential campaign he did is just fucking hilarious. That's what, <laughs> that's what I thought too. Yeah, like you got you can't say no to that at the end of the day. That was it. It was like yeah. let me just I'll be that guy. Like like Red Man used to say, I'll be that. Like okay, yeah. I'll sit up there. Right. I'll answer my questions. She was super nice and and smart. I mean, it's it's okay. such a tight setup they have. That was fun. That yeah, was a fun day. It was it was a story and it's cool. Yeah. Like it's like wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You find if you Google your name, you find the funniest videos. You're talking about the most random shit. Oh, is this guy on the news? Isn't that the guy who makes the fucking memes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. But, but it's fun. It, it it is always fun. It's like. Yeah. It's what you bring to it, right? Mm-hmm. Did the guy answer about the the doc or not really? Let me see. This guy is. Clown. I love him. Come on. Maybe I'll ask Tank. I think it's fine. doesn't matter. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine. So uh, you you produced a documentary, or we produced. I, I did, we did, because you're a producer on it. Yeah. Um, But <clears throat> called uh, Meme Gods. Mm-hmm. And the concept was basically, you know, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how you guys started to really come to the office regularly. Mm-hmm. But at some point we had an office on the uh, West side uh, in like the garment district. Right. And uh, brand fire I'm talking about. And you, the one that you came to when you DJ mm-hmm. and I think Brian, my, my former partner had brought like tank in cause he had met tank at mm-hmm. um, Trevso electrics right. services, funeral services. Mm-hmm. So you brought him in because they were you were all part of like the same DM groups, I guess, right, at the time. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. But you and Casey and Ryan yeah. and, and those guys were all like in the DM group. Mm-hmm. And and Greg, I guess. Or, yeah. And um so these are all like people that worked with me or my friends. Mm-hmm. So I guess it started to be that you would come to the office, right. Tank comes to the office. Started to become like a little meme hub for it, all of us. It was like, like a hangout. hangout. Yeah. And then I would see him post something or you post something from one of your accounts and it would like go it would bang my friends would be sending it to me right. tank would be doing it banging and i would look and you're right next to me and right. i was like there's something interesting that you guys are almost anonymous and i i at the time i was just starting to meme i guess i was i guess i, I had like like 50,000 maybe 50,000 or 60,000 mm-hmm. and and but i was like there has to be something here these are interesting people let's mm-hmm. get a little camera crew everybody's making documentaries right let's just film whatever quick interview like whatever talk about your memes like i don't know where it's gonna go but i know something's happening Mm -hmm. so let's just start to film it so i kind of got a group of people together and we started just filming stuff and you remember one of those first nights we set up lights and set up cameras and all this stuff and we filmed and and uh over the year that we started that we were filming more and more memers got into the fold right so we got and we got some celebrities kind of involved and shout out to adam olson one of my best friends mm-hmm. uh, who lives now in LA, but he works with Cedric, the entertainer. He does mm-hmm. a lot of digital for him. Yeah. So Adam loved the idea. I showed him, I made like a quick teaser because mm-hmm. you know me, I like to yeah. make stuff. Yeah. I don't just talk. Yeah. And you can make, you can make something out of nothing, like pretty easily, like with a little bit, you can make something. Yeah. Give me something to yeah. work with. Give me something. Yeah. And then I could like chop it up make and it make something. So I, so I took one of the first clips we had mm-hmm. and I stretched it and turned it into a little like. Was it, little, it was Tank, tank talking, right? talking yeah. about like getting picked up, like getting the rock or whatever to like his post. or. Yeah. And then I made like a cool 3D animation of the word meme gods with the big, you know, right. all the memes come together and turn mm-hmm. into a heart. Oh, likes. Yeah. Remember the whole it's, thing? We're still using that one, right? I think it might still be in it. Yeah. I like that art. But uh, that was like the first thing just to get people jazzed about it. Mm-hmm. And I put a beat to it and we showed it to Cedric and he was like, all right, that's, I'm in. Yeah. So now he became executive producer. Mm-hmm. So now, of course, with him comes, you know, Shaq is now in it. And now, you know, all of his connections and right. 50 Cent uh, did an uh, interview in it. And now, yeah, which is cool. And, yeah. you know, obviously you're featured and, and you know, Tank's yeah. gone, come a long way since we started filming that yeah. between being on Ellen, between uh, ultimately everything. Yeah, I mean, every, yeah, he's everywhere. Just been crushing it he's just crushing place. it. Yeah. And it was almost like taking a bet on this guy because mm-hmm. this was about five years ago now. Right. And it was like, all right, I see some, something's going to happen with him. Yeah. And um, kind of just following him around throughout following him, the last yeah. few years. And, and doing other, you know, I mean, we have other friends. I mean, right. we shot a bunch of different people, Girl with No Job and, and uh, uh, Violet from uh, Daddy Issues. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you got Violet. It's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and a lot of the original crew between Brian and Greg yeah. and 
Reed, Reed is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Blake Weber. We got a lot of people in there. Yeah. Yeah. Middle class fancies. Yeah. That was really fun. I really liked, uh, that was my first time like uh, producing on anything. It was like, and I realized I can, you know, I can do this. Yeah, man. You're, you're like, you're the guy I always, I come to you to ask, you know, is this viable? Is this feasible? Right. Would this work? Yeah. Cause you're, you know, curator, you're creator and a curator. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I was going to ask you the question of what you look at because I find your curation on, on a lot of the, like the memes that you don't make and you make a lot of them, mm-hmm. the ones that you don't. Yeah. It's the selection of them. Like, what, like, how are you picking this? It's so from left field. Everyone's like a slap in the face. Like, I mean, I feel like I try to, I try to find ones like the ones that I curate. I try to curate ones that people haven't seen before, I guess. I don't want to like be like, you know, doing like, like I want repost page. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to offer something if I'm curating, but I try and offer something that people haven't seen before. Something that I think is funny that maybe, uh, just didn't you know hasn't been shed light on yet or something like that you know i've whenever i see them i've never seen those before so it's always but it's still just such an eclectic mix of subject matter but Mm -hmm. yet it all has the same thread yeah on each account well i think that that's that's what i'm good at um for me i think my strongest skill is is taking something and be like okay this belongs here this is belongs here this genre is this this fits with that like stuff that are adjacent to things. Yeah. I'm yeah. good at like finding commonalities and like and just like running with it, you know? It's it's a skill because the adjacence without duplication is hard. Yeah. Because I, I get scared that I get into a rut if I'm doing the same kind of thing. I always try to do that too. I try to like shift gears. Like at least if I'm running one thing, I try to shift. Mm-hmm. Other than the corn kid, because I have to run that out. That's like yeah. that's going right now. Yeah. But usually I want to like pivot and the worst thing is if you pivot and you lose people because it's like oh i like this thing right well i feel like how big is how big is like the biggest pivot you've ever done that was like that you really lost people you know i mean i mean obviously when i went from drawing a sketch every day to memeing right Right. i dropped from like 30 i built up thirty thousand followers in two years of a daily sketch posting Mm -hmm. and some of them got really intricate like i was working on these things like two hour intricate pencil work at the end, every day, seven yeah. days a week. And right? like black and white? 365. No, full color pencil. Oh, wow. So then um, one day I'm like, I'm sick of it. I did two full books of daily sketchbooks. Two years. Two years in a row. Yeah. And let me tell you, like, that was, it was the way I got into this whole thing, but it was sort of a traumatic, like, it was a lot. Right. <laughs> it's a lot. But it kind of like, it laid the groundwork for you to be able to get into the mindset of making things all the time. And constantly, even if you can't think of anything, making yourself that's make the hard something. part. Yeah, even when you can't, that's that's hard for me. When I can't think of something, it's hard for me to even just to make something, even if I can't think of it. The sketching part, like people think, oh, that's two hours a day. It was more like an average of five hours a day because I'd spend three hours thinking. contemplating what the hell to do. Right. Like, oh no, what do I have to do today? Oh, should it be this? Should I? I already drew like a little object. Maybe I should do like famous i did too many famous people which right. i would like wrestle it <laughs> yeah and sometimes have such writer's block or drawer's block whatever that i would be frustrated it would be late at night approaching midnight i had a long day the kids just went to bed i'm yeah. like the last thing i want to do is stay up now like what the hell? what am i and i'm and i'm still stuck right. and up until 1 a.m i'm still for a whole hour i wasted mm-hmm. and then i start getting mad at myself because i'm wasting time that i could be drawing and anger doesn't help the creative process yeah so i'm so yeah, a lot of those dark moments were like, you know, um, undertaken. But I built about thirty thousand followers, and then all of a sudden I said, "I'm not drawing anymore. I'm going to start to post like photoshops and memes." Right. Because I saw all of you guys having fun mm-hmm. posting, and of course yeah. it's not all fun; it's work too. But yeah, but you're all laughing, and I'm like sketching things. All right, like all serious, all serious. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm going to pivot. And I'm going to start doing that. I dropped like. 10,000 followers in, in how long in like a couple weeks and then how much and how much did you gain after that though well, but, I, but that wasn't a guarantee right. it felt more like I fell off a cliff that right. wasn't like oh this is just a minor bump in the road right. it was like oh okay I just lost a year's work in two weeks okay right. like fuck also like I, I mean back then it was it was pretty normal but now I think the mindset of trying to make something creative every day is very not healthy for your brain yeah it took me a long time to realize that like it's it's not it's not sustainable you know no it's it's um at least not at that level if if yeah. you could do a throwaway 
Yeah. Because now I look at it, I said, you know, I should have just done like a quick doodle. Because yeah. I used to love um, comic strips. Mm -hmm. And they have, of course, like the funnies used to be like these color yeah. in, in a newspaper on the weekends. But every day they were the black and whites. And they were like, whether it's Snoopy or the far side. Right. Those were like little sketches with funny ideas. And they were every day. Yeah. So those were kind of my heroes growing up. Like, oh, these guys could come up with not just art, but a funny concept. Yeah, both. The both. Art and the concept. Every day. Which is which is something that is actually like the most unique thing about you is that like you can do the artwork, but you can also make the joke. Like not a lot of people who who are so good at like Photoshop and all these like technical, like nerdy skills, they can't think of a joke. If you scroll back, it's, it's insane. My, my first Photoshops when I pivoted were terrible. Like I look back, they're they're just they're they're horrible. Like, so it took a while, like making the joke, like, like I trying to get your vision is. across, or like the actual quality of the of the Photoshop. You mean if the Photoshop's okay because I've been doing it even at that point, I've been doing it for fifteen years. It's not right. like I just learned it, right? But it's more like what am I saying? Like I would go back, and it, they're overly complex, way too many words, way too many like ideas like mm -hmm. three or four ideas in the same damn thing and like it's like what are, what's supposed to be funny um right <laughs> as you go you start to realize oh there should just be one simple joke right you can't just throw five things at someone <laughs> yeah it gets not because it doesn't penetrate it's mm -hmm. like i don't know what what i'm supposed to laugh at here scroll right so i got better at coming up with the concept but it was it's like a process man it took like ye like honestly a couple of years through navigating and, it's, and i still fall flat sometimes you yeah. you bomb on something you post yeah. something up and it like just yeah i i think but these days it's um I, I used i'm more forgiving of myself these days like i used to i used to post something and within 10 minutes if it didn't get a certain amount of likes i would delete it yeah now i kind of just leave it and uh i think that even if it doesn't get enough likes right off the bat if i like it i know eventually it'll it, it picks up over time but that's days. the key if you like it yeah Cause that I'm like that too. I'll, I'll delete it if I think it was it was bad and like you know what you guys are right it's bad. If I if I'm, that's the same way. If I see something, if I put something out there and I know it's kind of lazy or I know like I don't know I'm not right. feeling it. Yeah. And it bombs. I have no real reason to keep it up. It's yeah. like oh you guys right you, you guys are right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. But but if I like it if there's something about it that I think no nah, this is I like this. Because mm -hmm. I like stuff that people don't like. like. Like, I love Tim Robinson, right? He's one oh, of these comedians. He's, the he's out of his mind. I love Tim Heidecker. I just went to see Tim Heidecker. Oh, yeah. Um, at the. Um, Would you see like stand up or his like show show? Both. Wow. Both. He, he did uh, He did stand up. He did. Uh, it's at the Bell House. Oh, yeah. Here in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. He did. Uh, he did a first a QA session with a couple of VIPs. So I, we were, I was able to get in, like, you know, oh, wow. whatever we. My wife got it as a gift for me. My wife. So we went in my wife, <laughs> and it was, he's fucking cool, man. He was just, he did a Q&A. Yeah. Um, I asked him about his diet. Right. Like, you know, so, how, you know, you're looking slim. Are you keto or whatever? And he's just, <laughs> I don't want to ask about comedy, you know? Right. And then. Um, what did he say? Yeah, he, and he does intermittent fasting. He, he gave you, like, a, he said thanks, or? Dude, this dude is. He comes so off, normal. He comes off as such a dick online, no? He's a character. I know. He's a character. <laughs> I, I just can't think of him as a nice guy. I know, guy. but he's he so is. Hard. He's a regular fucking smart, nice guy. He's yeah. like, he just answers a dad. He's cool. Yeah. But anyway, he then he did a stand-up. <laughs> he did a fucking stand-up like I've never seen. He did a stand-up as a terrible stand-up. Right. Fumbling around, dropping right. the mic. Like, but dude, if you didn't know, like just a cringe stand-up. Right. If you didn't know, you'd be like, this guy's terrible. Right. <laughs> He's it's a genius. Yeah. It's genius. Right. He does a whole set and then he gets gets his band out and they played like a whole new album. And wow. they gave out CDs at the end of it. It's hilarious. Yeah, and the album's good as hell. I'm sure but, it is. But that's the point, is that like if I'm niche like that, like if I have something and it doesn't bang, but a few people laugh at like a few people like it. A few people appreciate it, yeah. Including me. Like if I actually am proud of it and a yeah. few people appreciate it. I don't care if it has a big number. Yeah. You know, because some of these guys don't. Some of the, like on some of these uh, platforms, and it's stuff that I love, or mm -hmm. like a show that doesn't get picked up that right. I love. Well, that, you know, I'd rather be that. You that, know what's funny? I actually show that show, uh, Tim Robinson. I show it. Everyone, I think you should leave that, yeah, that one. I showed it to everyone I showed it to, loved it. Oh, it's, it's so, not for me though, because I show it to people. Really? It's so odd. It's a very, it's a very splitting the room 
Like you that's either what love I'm saying. it or you hate it. It's not totally palatable. It's like yeah. like Tim and Eric too. Yeah, no, same it's, thing. It's it's, it's odd. A, it's an acquired taste. It's um awkward. I don't even know how, what you call that. It's absurdist. It's yeah. absurd. It's like they well they call him they call Tim and Eric like anti comedy or something like that. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, Tim Robinson too. They they, yeah. they stretch premises and they change them and they twist them. Oh it's it's wild. A, I really think that guy's a genius. But then he had a first show that I caught I, on to late. Detroiters. Show. Yeah, great show with uh, Sam. Bro, it's my favorite. Sam, Sam Richardson. Richardson, love that guy. It's my too. favorite show, probably of all time. Dude, I love that show. <laughs> it's his. It's his. Well, first of all, it's about an ad agency yeah. he inherits from his dad, who goes. Oh my god. Who who, who and he loses his mind? Like, the worst ideas ever. <laughs> the worst. They're like a local ad agency that only does these local spots, and they're all terrible. Oh my god. And it's, it's so just it's funny. so funny. Uh, so, but that, that's not like a popular show. If I ask a mm -hmm. hundred people if they've heard of it, I'm, if one person says they heard of it, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. But it's one of the, for me, it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Yeah. They're, they're both those guys, Sam and Tim, they're it's doing it. like really well. They're pretty active. Of course. I'm starting to see Sam in like a bunch of movies. Well, he was in Ted Lasso. Yeah. Which is the fucking hottest show ever. He was also in, I forgot what, he was in like a big like blockbuster movie. I forgot what it was. He was like a side guy forgot like it was like not like star wars but something big like that dude they're so talented he's crushing it if yeah. anybody's listening if you if you look up i think it's on paramount plus or through hulu or whatever just on, look up. i think it's on comedy isn't it Is from comedy, comedy central? central paramount yeah i don't even know yeah i don't even know which thing i look at anymore yeah. like but it's um it's called detroiters yeah and it's just i mean if you like that silly and actually spice adams the guy i talked about yeah he's in it the, he was he plays one of um Sam Richardson's like cousins or something like that. Word. At, at, uh, in one of these episodes, That's, I love that show. Also, it's like the, it's like it's low budget, but it's like it like you, I don't I can't explain. It. It's so I know what you mean. Funny. It's just, it's like a small show, and the advertising company in the show is fictitious. It's called it says Cramblin Duvet because mm -hmm. he's Tim Cramblin and, and that's Sam Duvet. Right. <laughs> I have a I have a Cramblin Duvet advertising T shirt that I oh, bought really? from like Redbubble. Or that's something. some real neat shit. Like no one, <laughs> yeah, no, and I wear no it sometimes. Gonna know what that is? <laughs> I wear it sometimes, wondering is somebody gonna? No one's gonna ever know. I wouldn't even know, and I know the show. And that, that, I don't even know. <laughs> that's niche. Yeah, but but I realize I wear that shirt thinking, am I gonna make a best friend today? Right. <laughs> if, if, if I see if, if one anybody, person knows, <laughs> um, and the theme song is banging too. The yeah. Detroiters theme song. Mm -hmm. I have that on my playlist, truthfully. Yeah. That guy, uh, one time I saw a video of him, uh, Tim. I saw him skateboarding. He's like a really good skater. And after I saw that, I was I like, I didn't know yeah. that. No, he's really good. He's a I, real one, huh? I saw him like hanging out with like pro skaters and shit. That's dope. I was like, yo, this guy's the coolest motherfucker in the world. I know. I want, I want that follow and I want to meet him. But also, um, Comedy Bang Bang is one of my favorite properties of all time. Like whether it's the podcast or the show, mm -hmm. it's Scott Ackerman's creation who's, who's that i don't think he's I know like he's a heavyweight i've bro. definitely heard of comedy bang bang comedy heavyweight so. like all right it, it's so the, the show the premise is like it's a talk show mm -hmm. but it's you said that that's the anti-comedy like with tim and eric this is an mm -hmm. anti-talk show oh okay. it's all fake he plays this character who's kind of you know very sharp very smart but he plays the reality of whatever is happening so like and it's always fake characters so he'll have one person on, like Bob Odenkirk or somebody, right. and then he has somebody playing a different character, like Bobby Flay, something mm -hmm. like that, in, in one of the recent episodes. And they just ask absurd questions. None of it is is real. It's all like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, improv, I guess right. you call it. But he's been producing, and I mean, he, he writes some of the best stuff for for the like the biggest shows. Like What's he's like name? behind everything. Tim Aukerman. Oh, he's okay. like the guy behind mm -hmm. the machine, mm -hmm. and worked with Tim Robinson. Worked with you know. I mean, Odenkirk. I love and, Bob Odenkirk. You know who Reggie Watts is? Yeah, of course. He was the band oh, okay. leader off of off of Scott Ackerman on Tom, Comedy oh, Bang wow. Bang before he moved on. That's crazy. To, uh, yeah, but he's he's I huge. Mean, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's a genius. So you see, you got to check those out too. There were like seven seasons. At one point, Weird Al became the band leader. Oh. Kid Cudi at one point was a band leader. Was this? Oh, so it's like recent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And what, where does it exist? That's that's it's, on it's um, on a TV show. I mean, like on a network, or is it like a? It internet? used to be on Netflix. They moved it off Netflix. Wow. But he's on it. But he's a, a podcast now. Wow. I mean, he's always been a podcast, and he does live shows. We went to see one of his live shows, mm -hmm. which is all improv, and it's it, it's always him as the host with these absurd guests, mm -hmm. and he just asks them all questions, and they play. It's amazing. I mean, it's like this is the stuff that I watch like on my off time. Just to, I sit back and crack up. Yeah. You know, at, at this genius. 
What 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 are some of your uh, favorite shows to binge? Binging, I mean, only murders in the building. Um, shout out to Mike Rappaport. What's that? What's only murders in the building? That's that's Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. Selena Gomez is on a show with them. Yeah, man. Really? That's like the that's a popular show right now. Really? It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Say it again. Only murders in the building. Weird. And it it's a it's about those aforementioned, you know, two comedy legends and Serena, Selena Gomez living in this building in the Upper West Side, Manhattan. Wow. Someone gets killed and then they start a podcast figuring, like a mystery podcast, <laughs> figuring it out. But, it, and it's like, it's unbelievable. Dude. That's hilarious. Tina Fey and... Are you, are you into Sopranos at all? Of course. I got you... How could uh, I not be? I brought you a little, uh, a little gift. Oh, <laughs> that's for me? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Pio Mai and Tony. Yeah. That's you, T. <laughs> That's you. It's a fucking joke. Yeah, Tony would get very mad if he knew. Oh, he would put this in the dumpster outside if he knew. If he knew you had it, he'd burn it. I got that when I was at a uh, Sopranos con. I love this. Thank at, you, uh, bro. Atlantic City. <laughs> it's iconic. It's sick, right? You got a place With t- time immemorial. Yeah, I'm gonna put this in the office. Yeah, it's definitely an office uh, office joint. And then uh, Paulie Walnuts fishes it out. Well, rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Oh, damn. Damn. Sad. Also, uh, who's the other guy from Goodfellas? Well, two people from oh, Goodfellas. Oh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta and the, the, the big guy. The bu- the oh, big boss. Tony Sorvino. Yeah. Yeah. The big boss. Wow. Yeah, they all. Paul Sorvino, not Tony Sorvino. Wow, that's right. Yeah. Paulie. That's what, because it's. What did you think of the? Uh, did you did you catch the Sopranos movie that they made the prequel? I didn't. You didn't. I try to leave those alone. What, I I love the movie called Carlito's Way. Mm-hmm. Back in the, it was like one of the one of the first like Brian De Palma like yeah. you know crime mm-hmm. in the in the style of kind of Godfather or whatever. And it was um, Al Pacino and Sean Penn. It was great. I lo- I love that movie and mm-hmm. Luis Guzman. And um, they came out with Carlito's Way too. And I didn't like it. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't want to tarnish. Sopranos is so that's, good. That's why you didn't like, uh, that's why you didn't try Better Call Saul either, right? Yeah, sort of. It's good, man. You got to do it. I know. You I know. like it, right? <laughs> it is? It's it's really, it really holds up. It's like, it really holds up to Breaking Bad, like, identically good. Well, I love Bob Odenkirk. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's a great lead. I mean, he's one of, he's, I have a qu- short story about Bob Odenkirk is that I was, one time at Saturday Night Live as a guest of, of a friend, and mm-hmm. and I just happened to be in the green room quietly, obviously, in the back. In of course. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here? And Odin Kirk was looking over. Th- he walks in, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm starstruck. Or was he, yeah, when he worked was he there. hosting? He worked there. Wow. And, and I was starstruck. I used to follow, I used to watch a show called The Ben Stiller Show. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller. I heard of that. Who's Tropic Thunder and everybody and knows. Like, Bob wrote for it, right? Bob was in it. Oh, yeah. It, it was only, it was him, Andy Dick, Janine Garofalo, mm-hmm. Ben Stiller. And it was just a sketch comedy show on Fox back in the day. I loved it. It was my favorite. It didn't last long, right? I think it was maybe two seasons. Yeah. I loved it. It was like a niche thing. But that's where I knew Odenkirk from since then. So I see him walk in. This was like before right. even Breaking Bad. Of course. I mean, this, this is like a minute probably ago. Probably like 2001 or something, right? Even before. When he worked there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, worked so, there a long time ago. So... I see him and he's looking through a curtain at the stage. There was like a window in the in the backstage room. He's looking, and I just remember I didn't know what to say. I wanted to say something interesting, so maybe he'd remember it. And I go, I don't think you're supposed to look at that. I don't think you're supposed to be touching that. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And he's and he kind of went, huh? And he went, <laughs> he worked there. Right. So I just thought that was like a funny thing to say because he's right. so crazy. And I, he kind of smiled mm-hmm. or whatever. And then uh, I just said, hey, I'm a fan. So you have any? Do you have any advice about creating? Because like I want to do more stuff. I want to like make films. I want to do. And he gave me good advice. He goes, "Make it. Just do it." He said, "Just just make something. Just get a camera out. Get your friend. Just start filming it. Don't think so much about it. Just yeah. just make it." I was like, "Oh shit." I think I think he was the one to like discover Tim and Eric, right, Bob? Yeah, I think that he really helped. He, he helped them accelerate get, them. Yeah, get them like on Adult Swim and stuff like that. And shows like, like I love sketch comedy shows. So like the Birthday Boys, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Tim Kalpakis and, and Mike Haverford, all those yeah. guys. I've watched some of uh, Bob Odenkirk's uh, sketch show that he had 
um bob and david the yeah. mr show yeah, yeah yeah well it used to be called the uh, mr show and then and they just did the on netflix it? it was called like bob and dave i think i'm gonna watch that one they redid some of the same it's the same cast as uh mr show so they redid some of the old like you know like the the chicago what is it yeah yeah the, they're uh, all like sitting there drinking uh beers or whatever right right <laughs> <laughs> i know that one of the first cast members is spongebob's voice no yeah oh, yeah mm-hmm. that's pretty big yeah that's a pretty big hit. Guy's iconic. So uh, before we wrap up, do you want to plug anything? Your podcast, Meme Daddies? Yeah, me- check out Meme Daddies on Spotify and um, YouTube and anywhere else that you'd, uh, you'd see a podcast. Or, you know. And follow Adam the Creator. Follow, yeah, follow Adam the Creator. I would really appreciate the follow. Maybe send me a nice, uh, put some nice comments in there. Right. And, you know, we look at all of them. Yeah. So thanks, man. Thanks for having me. What, what, what do you not want people to do? I don't want you to smoke crack. Not good for you, kids. Don't do it. Um, I don't want you to uh, judge your neighbors so much. Be be kind. Be kind mm-hmm. to each other. Give everybody a little bit of uh, a little leeway. It's a good message to end up on. Yes, sir. All right. There you Thank you. Time after time. If you fall, I will catch you. I'll be waiting.